phone is not on airplane mode. We're going to take a risk. What the hell is going on? It's the Suicide Logs episode 77, baby. Hear that shit? Funky. It's a funky Monday morning. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Let's play a little bit more. I accidentally mute. What she gotta say? This is in deep. Last night a DJ saved my life. Now playing, baby. One more time. One more time. I want to hear that fucking chorus one more time. Check it out. Last night a DJ saved my life. Last night a DJ saved my life from a broken heart. Last night a DJ saved my life. Alright. Alright, we're in dude, we're in 77 episodes dude, I'm so proud of myself, this is probably the most committed I've ever been to anything in my life man, crazy, crazy man, what's going on dude, I have, I have a lot on my mind dude, I have a lot on my mind, and this episode is going to be a lot about just my hobbies and things that I'm interested in. Um, don't worry, dude. Don't worry about the no sniffle, dude. It's not COVID or anything. I was working out uh, last night and everyone around me was just like sneezing and coughing and stuff. And I like in the back of my head, it was it was a little bit like, oh, you never know, dude. People are saying it's fucking airborne now. I'm seeing more people driving with their masks on and just walking in general with their masks on. With, with nobody around I'm like what are you just trying to keep your face warm or something I don't get it I mean it's never n- never wrong with being too safe I guess I suppose it's just um I don't know what I'm getting at. I don't want to talk about fucking coronavirus dude what the hell do I know everyone has something to say everyone has an opinion on coronavirus dude at this point it, it, it's been a year it's been a year since coronavirus has been made I'm just going to, I'm just going to fucking smooth sail it, dude. We're just going to find out what the fuck is going on. The point is that we're here. If you're listening to this, you're fortunate enough to have time to fucking listen to me ramble into this mic, and I'm fortunate enough to have this time. Dude, this is my first vacation, first real vacation in December that I've had um, probably within the past six years. I don't think I've ever taken anything as long as a week off in December. So 
um a part of me almost feels guilty a part of me is like fuck i need to be working because i guess i'm just so used to working in december i'm just i'm just so used to working and you guys know about that on the podcast i'm always just i'm always just tired man i'm always just tired but i took this vacation to really be on my shit you know it's only it's only 10 39 if i was lazy as fuck i'd probably still just be getting in bed but i started my day at fucking 7 30 i got the fuck up i made myself breakfast i had a cup of coffee dude i had a cup of coffee and i was kind of debating about it because it was like oh i don't want to get my my teeth fucking stained i I googled if a cup of coffee is bad for your heart um you know i was just I was just balancing out the pros and cons of drinking coffee, but then I, I said, fuck it, dude. I drank the coffee. I drank six ounces of coffee, and I just hoped that it would help get my mind focused and ready to fucking throw down on this podcast, you know what I mean? So I got I, there's one thing that I really want to talk about that is, I don't know how long it's going to take up on this podcast, um, but it was really interesting for me. Hold on one second here. I got a woosaw. Got to have a quick woosaw. I got to crack my neck. Let me know if you can hear this. Oh, there's one. Oh. Oh. Cracking the back. Got some water, dude. It's going to be a fun ride today, guys. I got a lot. We got a lot going on here. Mm. Hydrating, hydrating. Um so bad news i guess for me uh the gym that i train at is closing down it's closing down by the end of december and oh wow it's not even december dude it's fucking november 30th it's not even fucking december yet dude and i'm already oh that just makes me even some so much happier it's just like a day to just set things right man it's a good monday morning for me I, I, I hope me being happy about having some time off, uh, may, I hope you guys are happy for me, man, because I was talking to some of my boys that I trained with yesterday, and I was just kind of venting to them about, like, taking time off and things like that, and they were like, dude, take your time off, man, you deserve it, everybody needs some time to themselves, so I'm taking it, I feel good, man, I just, real. Oh, like I said, man, just really trying to use this vacation to do things that i don't have the time for because i'm so busy so i'm trying to get front toward enemy on the podcast sent him a text which is why i don't have my phone on airplane mode because i'm I'm waiting on an email from him so sorry if my phone goes off the fucking chains with phone calls whatever man it's monday busiest day of the fucking week people are just going to be calling me left and right i need this i need that a bunch of people what is it is it monday or wednesday is the day where most people kill themselves i don't know dude i wouldn't want to kill myself on a on a sad uh, on a shitty day like on monday because if you kill yourself on monday nobody fucking has time to take like what a way to start your fucking week right (laughs) killing by killing yourself and then having everyone fucking deal with it i want like if i were to kill myself i would want to i think i've said this already on the podcast i would want to kill myself like after the greatest moment of my life because after the greatest moment of my life it's like well what is there to live for you just went through like the best fucking part of your life but then you know that's the beauty of life you never really know what is the greatest time of your life people always be talking about oh you peaked at this age you puke you peaked at 18 or whatever but it's like 
dude you, you you ever think about that you never really know when is the best time of your life because life keeps going and you can't predict the future and i guess like as 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 people get older and death comes closer to them and that window of seeing what there is in the future gets a little bit more narrow and i i kind of understand now why people kill themselves a little bit later in life like in their 40s and stuff you know because yeah there's just not much hope dude i had a weird dream i'm not gonna i I wanted to kind of tell my parents about it but don't want to freak them out but I had a dream about my grandma. I've talked about my grandma a couple times on this podcast. Still trying to get her on here. Um, it My grandma's in her 90s, bro. I keep forgetting. She's like 94, something like that. And uh, I, she's doing good. She's doing all right. Like, she can still talk. She's still a fucking asshole, you know? So she's still got her personality at 94. That's pretty cool. And... Um, I had a dream about her, dude. I had a dream that she was just, like, on her last legs. Like, she was just, like, her fucking legs were just shaking just from standing up. Like, she barely didn't have any strength from her. And then I woke up to a text from my dad. Like, I'm in a group message with my parents. And my I guess my dad was going to go visit my grandma because she's at, like, a, a retirement home. And I don't know, I guess she had a doctor's appointment or something, and my dad is courteous enough to go out and uh, drive her around, because, you know, when you're 94, you probably shouldn't be fucking driving. Um, but then she said she wasn't fe- uh, she wasn't feeling well, so they canceled the appointment, and it's just kind of crazy that I uh, had that dream about my grandma, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy. My grandma's been old my whole life, so it just kind of seems like from the moment I was a child, every single day, it's like any day now she's going to pass. And um, I'm getting really old, man. So every time I think about her, like I'm, like right now, I'm thinking about her right now. I'm thinking like, dude, there is a chance she is like dying right now, you know? And that, that causes a lot of anxiety for me. And... uh well, not, not a lot, but, you know, it adds to the anxiety that I feel with life. Just thinking of things like that. I don't know. That's the shit that goes... Like, sometimes when I talk to people, man, I'll just say shit and people will be like, Oh, shit, that's deep or whatever. Or they'll just say something that, like, puts them in a weird perspective. Everyone's got weird ways of thinking, man. And I don't know. I guess I just like to share what I'm thinking because sometimes this shit just kind of, like, bothers me. And I just need to let people know, like, what what goes through my head. And when people have that reaction, I'm like, you see? Like, and now imagine being the person who created those thoughts. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, so yesterday I was working out at the, at the gym. Yeah, they're closing down. It fucking sucks. Corona killed the business. So now I don't have a... Now I don't have a place to train martial arts. I mean, you know, you can always train martial arts anywhere, dude, in your fucking backyard, whatever, just shadow boxing, doing push-ups and shit like that. But, um, hold on a second. My, my charger got unplugged here. Let me plug the charger back in to my lappy top. Yeah, so he, we were doing drills and he was trying to teach something to somebody and i i was like overhearing it i was like oh wow i never thought of it that way you know so it's just everyone has different thoughts of how they do things i don't know it's cool it's cool but yeah i'm really bummed out about the place closing down i was probably training at that place for about two years good friend of mine 
been seeing a lot of the people that I worked out with on the regular, like, really improved, man. I got this boy. I was just telling him yesterday, man, like, it looks like he's just lost a lot of weight. Like, he doesn't even really look fat anymore. He kind of looks like a 50-year-old Mike Tyson. Like, he, he's he's a bit... I'm super impressed with big people who have, like, phenomenal cardio and a pace. Because I'm a small guy. And if you are outpacing me, bro, that is just... I, kudos to you, man. I hit a fucking cartwheel kick on a guy. It was just... Let me just... This is the kind of shit that I want to talk about. Because I feel like people aren't really going to be so interested in it. I'm going to geek out real quick. I'm going to geek out about martial arts. Because... That's kind of the topic of the day a little bit, man. Um, dude, I hit a question mark kick on this this fella who is about six foot two, something like like six foot one. He's a big fucking fella, dude. And we're sparring, we're sparring. You know, obviously he's not trying to throw n- no fucking nuclear bombs at me because he's like two hundred and something pounds, and uh, he could easily just pick me up and Hulk smash me. But well, you know, we're dancing. Or dancing. Um, he was trying to say that he actually had a hard time trying to take me down. I didn't think that he was using his full power. He was like, yeah, I tried to sweep you, but you just kept resisting. It was too good. I tried taking him down. Obviously, couldn't fucking do it. I was trying like my like the best techniques that makes it hard for you to keep balance. And um, I just gave up. I didn't want to fight it because the more I fought trying to get him down, it probably kind of puts me at a risk of him reversing it and me getting slammed. Um, but this is what happened, dude. We're sparring, we're sparring, and my my fucking I, I like to think of him as like my main coach, dude. He's he's standing behind the guy I'm sparring. We're kickboxing sparring, and he says, "Marky," and he just he does a cartwheel, signifying that he wants me to throw the cartwheel kick. And apparently, I didn't even know I did this, but the guy I was fighting said, yeah, I noticed he said your name, and you smiled and said, gotcha. And like seconds later, I throw the cartwheel kick. He was like, oh, I thought he slipped, and next thing I know, I get kicked in the face. And it it landed so fucking flush, dude. And obviously, I pulled back. It's kind of hard to pull back a fucking cartwheel kick. If you don't know what a cartwheel kick is, dude, just like look it up, or maybe I'll post some videos of me throwing cartwheel kicks. Um, it's a It's a... You know, you gotta look up Sanchai. He he's really good at it with Muay Thai. Here I am geeking out again, man. But this shit is just beautiful to me. And I landed it, um, just landed flush on the nose a little bit. He and he was like, "Is my nose bleeding?" I didn't hit him hard. You know, I, I wasn't a dick about it. It's just hard to control that. I put my hand on the floor. I'm holding fucking boxing gloves. I think I posted a video years ago of me trying a cartwheel kick, but that was most of the time when I land a cartwheel kick, that shit lands like. On the top of the head, side of the head, maybe the ears. Nothing wrong with that. But this one was just like straight foot to nose, dude. And um, I felt bad. Like instantly when I landed it, I was like, oh shit, I landed it. Because um, I was just surprised. And then like right after, I was like, oh dude, my bad, my bad. That might have been too hard. Um, but what, where, where was I going with that? You know, when you throw the cartwheel kick, you have to, it's a very high risk, high reward. You're putting your hand on the ground, big guy. Like the last thing I want is to go upside down and someone throw a kick and kick me on the head or arm while I'm upside down. So I have to be fast with it, which is why it's hard to pull it back. But he, we were both talking about it afterwards, like, bro. If that was a full force, I would have knocked them out. And can you imagine if I was in a fucking street fight and I cartwheel kicked someone to fucking death, dude? It, It's just a great fucking feeling, man. So, yeah. Um, did that. 
did a lot of sparring, did a lot of boxing. I watched the fucking Mike Tyson fight for like two rounds and then it, it fucking canceled on me. So, uh, cause I was streaming it, but dude, I saw the Jake Paul, Nate Robinson fight and what the fuck, dude? Like, I try not to, I try not to fucking judge people too hard for go like kudos to anyone who goes out there into the ring and do their thing you know but it's just i feel like i'm knowledgeable enough to just kind of be like dude you are a professional athlete like i looked at i i'm beyond like i this is how dumb i am dude i don't know how i don't know i didn't know who who the fuck nate robinson was until that fucking fight all right i don't watch basketball was he in the i don't i don't watch any of that shit i just watch fighting so it's interesting like he he looked in shape he's a pro athlete and within 30 seconds i was already like maybe even less than 30 seconds i was already like okay this guy cannot fight like i remember just in the middle of round one just thinking dude all he's doing is lunging with all his weight like not even really throwing punches he's basically just running at the fucking guy like a bull and I'm like, okay, this is not going to go long. You cannot, like, the ref needs to say something. You cannot just hug all fucking day. And that's the thing about boxing. Boxing is the only fucking combat sport where they have to remind you, hey, let's keep it boxing. Every fucking 20 seconds, they fucking tie up. Which is why I have this knock on boxing where it's like, it's practical. Your hands, you know, don't get me wrong. Your hands are very important. But when you throw everything else in the mix... You know, if you're a fucking pro boxer, dude, at least dedicate a little bit of time of trying to learn some kind of kick, kick defense, takedowns, ground thing. Like, I don't understand why people would just focus on the hands. I don't understand, like... And it's not like, you know, you're playing the instrument, like right now I'm playing the guitar, and some people will be like, why focus on just a guitar? You can focus on other instruments like the drums or the bass or whatever. But okay, bro, but I don't have a drum kit. I don't have a bass. I don't have other instruments. Your other instruments on your body are always fucking there. Some people just don't ever want to throw a fucking roundhouse kick. They're like, I'm going to just stay with the hands. It's like, bro, you already showed me your cards. If you were in a fight and all you threw were fucking hands... And we were talking about it yesterday. Like, how confident are you in fighting someone who has no training whatsoever? And it's like, if someone were to fucking come at me, dude, and but I had no idea they had any training or anything. Like, if I'm just, like, out and about and someone just decided to fucking run up on me and, like, fist fight me, I feel like it only takes me about five to ten seconds to really realize, to, like, really feel out, calculate, and realize if they know how to throw a punch, if they know how to defend themselves. You know, if I'm gonna throw a fucking leg kick and they don't check it, you know, I, like, I I like to treat my leg kicks as, like, pawns in a game of chess. I'm gonna just keep throwing it, and if someone is so inexperienced, they don't know what to do with a leg kick. Okay, bro, leg kick all fucking day till you can't stand anymore. But oh, maybe they get the leg kick. Maybe they dip down. They try to grab my leg to take me down or something. Oh, you're gonna go low. Boom, high kick. You're out. You know, shit like that. Um, here I am geeking out, but this is like I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm really passionate about this stuff. I'm really passionate about the art of just like hand to hand combat and things like that. It's um. It's an art. It's an art. It really is. And you can take it with anything rather than just like fighting people. You know, it helps. It helps the brain. It helps develop things. It helps. It helps planning. It just helps with everything, man. Discipline is good for your health. 
um, you feel good afterwards. You re- you're releasing fucking endorphins. You know, it's it's uh, man. I've been doing martial arts since I was a kid, dude. Like ever since I watched fucking Dragon Ball Z when I was like six or seven and got into martial arts, it's just it's been nonstop since then. And I could just go on and on about the story, but dude, it's just like it means a lot um, in my life, and I feel like it's a big part of why I am the way I am. But then sometimes I think maybe I've taken so many kicks to the head, I might have a little bit of brain damage. Like sometimes I'll be stuttering on this fucking podcast. I'm like, it's probably because I've been kicked in the head multiple times, you know. But now that I'm a little older, I um, I try to train smarter. You know, when I was in my teens, you know, it was just straight, always just straight blast every week. We'd just go to fucking war. Luckily, I'd never got like completely knocked out or anything. I've only been knocked down in my life a couple times. Like I've been... I've been rocked. I've definitely been rocked, but I've never been hit and woke up and was like, what the fuck happened? You know, Um, I've been hit hard, dude. I mean, I know for sure I could take a punch. It's just there's some people that are just some some people, you know, anyone. It could be me. There's just that one hit that hits that, that you're just out. But dude, okay, the Nate Robinson thing, dude, he fell face first multiple times dude like after the first knockdown i thought it was over they should have not let that go to the second round dude they really should have not after that first knockdown dude he was out when someone goes fucking limp and night night like snoring like that you do not let them up and then he's going he's up and complaining about the hit to the back of the head that was just that was really bad man and then i checked out his instagram and he had bro he had pictures with floyd mayweather dude Think of, this is a top tier athlete apparently, like a slam dunk champion, and you're you have access, dude. If I was a pro athlete and I and I was able to to fucking hang around with people like Floyd Mayweather, I would have to pick something up. If like if my fucking suicide podcast got so big and I was able to meet fucking Anderson Silver or some shit, I need to learn something. I like we are going to play fight. We, I need to take something away from the greatest. And it, it, it was almost insulting. You know, if I were to meet Floyd Mayweather and then fucking fight like that against Jake Paul, no offense. I mean, Jake Paul looked fucking phenomenal against Nate Robinson. But to be completely honest, dude, I think anyone would look fucking phenomenal against him, dude. I mean, he hits hard. Like, if you saw Jake Paul's pay, uh, face after the fight, he did look like he had a little, he had a little shiner on his cheek. You know, he did get hit, but it's just like, I don't know, man. I think Nate Robinson was just kind of like banking on that one hit. It just, And then like after, he, maybe he thought he was going to have a one second knockout or some shit. Like that was his whole game plan was just like, I'm going to knock him the fuck out with one hit. And then after it didn't happen, he freaked out and was like, what the fuck? And who knows, dude, maybe everyone was high. I was thinking because Mike Tyson said he got high before his fight. And so, you know. I would definitely not perform on an edible, dude. Like, if I was on a fucking edible and I fought somebody, like, real shit, and we were really going at it, bro, I don't know. I Like, I need to be a little... So I, I can have a little weed in me, you know? I feel like weed brings out, like, some creativity, but the cardio gets a little bit... Um, especially if you smoke, you get that cotton mouth, you know? Um... Where was I going? Okay, so somebody asked me um, my top five greatest of all time MMA fighters, the GOATs. Some people don't know what a GOAT is. I think I was telling someone what a GOAT 
and they didn't they didn't know so the goat is greatest of all time is that's the acronym so top five man i made a list when i initially got the question and then i had to like kick some people out off the list i might have some honorable mentions um but right before i got on the podcast i, I just kind of i didn't look at anyone's records or anything i just kind of like had it off the top of my head i feel like you know memory like an elephant i could remember this stuff pretty well so top five dude um let's see okay i'm gonna start off and then i will explain my reasoning for it so number five dude now this one this one's hard dude this one is argue argue me uh argue with me about this man argue with me about this one so because i'm not sure i don't have like a top five mma goats of all time just always in the back of my head like this is a conversation that i can have uh forever dude and as as the years go on and as fighters improve some of these people are still fighting you know who knows um so I'm not too confident in this. This list is always changing, but I feel like this is the best list today, November 30th, 2020, of, of who is the greatest of all time, MMA fighters. This is my list. So coming in hot at number five, we have Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. All right. So I feel like people might get uh, their fucking panties in a bunch on this one, but these are my reasons why he's number five. Okay. First of all, the kickboxing record is already just incredible. You know, uh, I think he's already had a hundred professional fights. His last fight was his hundredth professional fight, including boxing, kickboxing, and what is he like twenty and zero in MMA? I think he's twenty and zero in MMA. Maybe I'm pretty sure he's twenty and zero. Twenty and zero—that's amazing. Never has really like been in that much danger besides Calvin Gastelum, but that was a phenomenal fight on his end he still he still won you know i think he just got caught but um you know obviously everyone's had their knocks he's been knocked out in kickboxing or whatever but dude the the thing about it is he has only been in the ufc for two years i remember when he when he first debuted and like he was in the prelims and i wasn't taking him that serious i was like i'm gonna take a shower before the main event but something about this guy dude i saw him and was like okay dude this is this is something else this is he i'm gonna pay he made me delay my shower so i can watch him and i'm glad i did dude and i was a fan from the first episodes like oh this this young man has a bright future and it has just kept going like faster than i can imagine and he's already the champion just absolutely incredible um i love the style his ground get every dude everyone's talking shit about like oh he wait till he fights a wrestler bro i've been saying that since the first time i saw him fight i was almost convinced that he he was good you know he can defend himself on the ground i just i believe in the intelligence dude and i just think it's just it's just non-stop from here dude i think that but that is why he's number five i think he's bound to be number one within the next five years dude he is just spectacular check him out style bender mm-hmm that's my number five. And number four is someone who fought Anderson and lost to him and kind of passed the fucking torch down to Stylebender. And number four has to be Anderson Silva, man. And the re I, you know, 
obvious reasons if you're an MMA geek like me. He's number four because, dude, he's just, he's, at one point he was number one for me, you know? Um, His run when he was in his prime, dude, it was just unfucking believable unfucking believable dude the style the the playfulness the the creativity um one of the greatest comebacks ever when he fucking put chael sonnen in that triangle the last minute you know um but the reason why he's number four and went down the rankings is because i feel like his career got got kind of tarnished um just by going in late and a lot of people are kind of forgetting about the greatness because now he's, he's just suffered a lot of losses. But you always just got to pay homage to him, dude. He opened up the door for a lot of, like, people to get inspired. If it weren't for Anderson, uh, there probably wouldn't be people like Stylebender. And uh, to be completely fucking honest, dude, if it wasn't for Anderson Silva, there wouldn't be a fucking person like me, dude. He just plays a big influence in everything. Um, great fighter, man. I don't know what else to say. He's fought in two weight classes, you know? Um, he he's, he was just dominant at 185 and jumped up to 205 at one point and just dominated a little bit there. It, it could have been better. It really could have been better. But you know what? I'm I'm being picky. I'm being selfish by wanting more. Um, but yeah, definitely one of the greatest of all times, Anderson Silva. And now number three. Now this one's this one's hard for me. This one's hard for me because I have to put this guy at number three just based off of like um i guess the skill the record and everything but i personally am not much of a fan of this dude when he fought but i can't i can't i can't deny i can't deny the greatness so number three we got gsp we got gsp george george saint pierre French Canadian motherfucker. Um, reason why he is number three is because, I mean, I would always go back and forth on who was better, Anderson or GSP. So now I'm kind of like, I don't know. But I, the reason why GSP is over Anderson on this list, I believe, is just because GSP didn't tarnish his legacy. He left at a good time. He, the, his only losses were early in his career, and he fixed those mistakes. And he went out, bro. He went out and caught a second title at 185. I think, like, what, his only fucking fight at 185. But he was dominant as shit at 170. Like, probably the greatest 170-er of all fucking time. You know, we got people coming up. But at the moment, he still has records that need to be broken. Um, he beat a lot of people, man. He beat a lot of people with that wrestling. Which is why I wasn't a fan because it just always seemed like his fights were just him holding down and controlling people for 25 minutes. But that may be boring for uh, certain people like me. But I understand that the talent the uh, and, and how skilled he is to be holding somebody down for 25 minutes and utilizing wrestling like that. And especially coming from someone who isn't a wrestler. But I understand it because it is the safest way to really fight you know he he comes from a karate background and things like that but i think he really is just like a complete martial artist he is very practical unlike the other two that i 
that I listed that are very, you know, flashy with the striking and things like that. They've got good ground games, but GSP, it'd be very interesting to see GSP versus fucking Israel Adesanya or even Anderson Silva. Uh, that fight should have happened a long time ago, but we never got that. Um, huge, res- I feel like there's more for me to say about GSP. Um, I heard he's, I think on the record from what I remember, he has been hit like 900 something times in his career. He spent like six hours in the octagon. Like that's how much accumulated time he has fighting. So he's seasoned. He has taken some damage. He had that fight that was kind of like rigged to me, like the Johnny Hendricks fight where Johnny Hendricks probably beat GSP. But then Johnny Hendricks, they stopped the fucking USADA or they USADA came in. They stopped the testing. And, um, you know, I don't really want to talk about like steroids and things like that with all these people on the, on the, I'm just going by fighting, dude, whatever. Take steroids if you fucking want, whatever. <laughs> um, and number two, man, number two, this one, I feel like this, this person really fucking deserves it and is a little underrated. A lot of people, um, uh, don't really take this person that serious. And I think it's cause they're a woman. And number two is it's Amanda Nunez, dude, double champ. Um, even though the fucking the the featherweight division for women has like fucking two and a half people in it, um, but Amanda Nunez is just you know she beat Shevchenko, who is just a fucking beast, and she's just tearing through anyone, you know. And to watch them fight again, it's just it's just it's just undeniable, you know. She's really good. She beat fucking Cyborg. The fucking boogie woman of all, like, no one wants to fight her, dude. And she stopped her in, like, 40 seconds. Just incredible. Incredible to put her at number two, you know. I think she deserves it. I think she deserves it. What do you guys think so far? Um, And let me know what do you guys think of my list so far, if it's a good list or not. And coming in hot at number one, man. I do a lot of thinking about this. This is not like I am not set in stone. Like this is for sure number one. It's just, you know, this is one of the people that I put at number one. Some people could argue GSP. Some people could fucking, you know, go with Amanda Nunez. I don't know. But this is mine. This is what I've been feeling so far. And I'm not too confident in it. And that's what's so amazing about, you know, MMA. You just know. And by the way, all these people that I listed are UFC fighters. I have honorable mentions of people who've never fought in the UFC. We'll get to that after this. But number one is Johnny Bones Jones. John Jones, dude. John Jones is number one. He's just basically undefeated, dude. I mean, if you if you get rid of his disqualification, which he was basically winning, and his no contest, the motherfucker is probably like like twenty eight and zero. Dominant, dominant, twenty one and zero. Or, uh, I'm sorry, 28-0. and 0. The only one... I didn't watch the Alex Reyes fight. Or, um, Dominic Reyes fight. I heard he didn't do too well there. Um, but he still won. You know, so on paper, dude. The name... Like, here's the thing. Here's why... Here's another person who I sometimes think of, like, one of the goats is Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. I think Demetrius Johnson is highly skilled when it comes to skill wise but based off of competition i'm sorry i have to give it to john jones john jones is a legend killer shogun leota machida chuck um i almost said chuck liddell chuck liddell wanted to fucking fight john jones john jones would fucking kill chuck liddell i'm sorry i was thinking about putting chuck liddell in the list too just based off of like his dominant run with kind of like an anderson silva-ish type of uh thing but 
we'll put Chuck Liddell in the honorable mentions. He's probably like top 10, top 15. Um, dude, John Jones, man. I mean, the skill for a 205er, the, the, the creativity, his movement, it's, it's beautiful. Um, another person who's, he's unique. Um, but he's, you know what I like to think of John Jones is John Jones is kind of like an Anderson Silva with a little bit more carefulness. I feel like Anderson Silva is kind of a caution in the wind kind of guy. But then again, dude, we got Stylebender crawling in. You never know. We might get Stylebender versus John Jones. Um, so many things, dude. It's, it's 2020 and this list can definitely change within the next five years. It's incredible. Um, but that's what, and all of these people have been, you know, around for a very long time. The only person who's relatively new and who has made it to number five is Stylebender. And that's just my personal opinion, dude. I might be a little, um, a little, uh, early on putting him in there. Who knows? Let me know. But man, so John Jones is number one. Um, honorable mentions, dude, DC, obviously, um, I don't know why I didn't, I guess I didn't really put him in cause he, he lost his steep a and then retired. That kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. Never beat John Jones. Um, was just super dominant. I mean, maybe I could replace Anderson Silva with DC. I don't know. I, I guess I'm a little biased cause I love Anderson Silva so much and DC did beat Anderson Silva at 205, but that was later on. See the thing about Anderson Silva is that he just fought too much towards the end of his career. Then he just got knocked out by Uriah Hall. So I do think I'm a little biased um, about it. I might have to change that. I'm sorry, Anderson. But yeah, I guess it makes sense to put DC at number four. What else, dude? Okay, so uh, um, another honorable mention, bro, is uh, Fedor Emelianenko. Never fought in the UFC, but that guy, I remember being in high school watching that guy when he was undefeated, and it, it, it was crazy, dude. Back in the Strike Force days when they had that shit live on, I don't fucking know, like NBC or something. The 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 hexagon. What the six? Was it a six-sided ring or was it a pentagon? A five-sided? I don't fucking remember. Uh, he fought some Brett Rogers guy, and that shit ended so fast, dude. Fedor was a fucking man, but kind of like the same thing as like the Anderson Silva. He he took some losses at the end of his career. Um, so with that being said. Yeah, I feel like I gotta knock Anderson off this list, dude. I just like him so much. Um, yeah, I probably have to replace that with DC. I don't know. It's whatever, dude. It's not important. It's my fucking podcast. Who else is an honorable mention, dude? That I feel okay. Here's one fucking person that like I I kind of wanted to put on my list, but then I I just felt like. I don't want to be buy into the hype, but I kind of wanted to put Conor McGregor on the fucking list, dude, because. He's just he's just something else, man. But I need more activity. He just became so big, and um, numbers don't lie, dude. You look at Conor McGregor's fucking record, dude. You look at all the fucking people he demolished at 145, dude. People who are still actively fighting today that he fucked up six years ago, and he and he's still in it, dude. Conor McGregor is up there, dude. I'd say he I'd put him at like number seven or something. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, greatest of all time. Okay, Khabib, obviously. Khabib. <coughs> Gotta put him in there. It's just, I don't know. You know, this is my this is my thing about Khabib. You look at, well, 
what is he, 28-0 and 0 as well, dude? It's just kind of, you know, John Jones was throwing a fucking hissy fit about Khabib not being the, the GOAT or the greatest of all time. And I kind of agree with John Jones, dude. The competition just isn't as stiff for Khabib. I feel like this competition was amazing at the end. I mean, he beat fucking Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor. Those are big names. Um, never got the Tony Ferguson fight. I, I was actually excited to see him fight Max Holloway as well. Um, but what else? What else? Uh, you know, you look at everything before he became the champion and, and just kind of dominated, dude. Like, he, the record wasn't that um, impressive to me. I feel like he is a beatable guy, but, you know, he it's over for him, so. Who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, you know, kind of like the same thing with GSP. Just just incredible fucking ground game, but, like, honestly, through the charts, probably even better than GSP. So now I'm just kind of thinking, ah, maybe I should replace Stylebender with Khabib, you know what I mean? So the, the list should really be Khabib, DC... GSP, Amanda Nunez, John Jones. Maybe, I don't know, man. It's not that serious. It is not that serious. And let's see here. Let's let's look at the fucking list. I got a DM. Uh, I'm usually off after the show, Saturdays and Sundays, if you ever need a guest or someone to bounce ideas off. I'm getting ready to do a Facebook stream to push our new episode. Okay, so I'm talking to the brass tax podcast we're trying to do um an episode together really cool guy he i called into his podcast last episode and um we we fucking chopped it up for a little bit he seems he seems i don't even know how old this fella is but i listened to his podcast uh him and his crew are hilarious i like legit have lol moments in my life or like lol moments in my car and shit listening to them and um yeah, I don't know. So that's probably what's next to come. Probably going to go um, hit that motherfucker up and see what's going on. Um, what else is going on, man? Um, I just kind of geeked out about like martial arts for a little bit. I try not to talk about that stuff on the podcast as much. That is like the only sport I like. Um, it's just awesome, man. It's just a, it's a big part of my life. Um try not to get too into it because you know i don't really make money off of it or anything and you know it is dangerous a lot i'm pretty sure everyone i named on that fucking list had some sort of fucked up injury you know everyone gets injured throwing fucking bones you know just think of like think of like being an mma fighter dude and and not even day of performing not even your actual fight just training you know just think of like going in a fucking mosh pit Four times, five times a week, no matter how dedicated you are. Oh, that's another fucking thing, dude. That, that fucking Nate Robinson guy I was talking about, he was training six days a week for this fight. How many weeks were you training before the fight, bro? One? Because that didn't look like fucking six. Unless he got overtrained. I need to see what he was doing. And then I looked at his Instagram to see, like, okay, is there videos of him hitting the pads or anything? And there wasn't. It was just a bunch of videos of him throwing fucking throwback videos of him doing dunks and shit. So I'm thinking, like, maybe he wasn't even practicing boxing. Maybe he was just fucking shooting threes all fucking day. And I've been trying to tell people fucking, like, 
I don't give a fuck, dude, if I like if I suck ass at basketball and someone whoops my ass in a game of 21. At least I'm at least I didn't hit the fucking floor and and went to sleep. You know what I mean? It's just I am not embarrassed at all if I were to lose a fucking game of basketball. At all, dude, who fucking cares? It's basketball. It's all, what are we doing? Fucking bouncing balls in between my legs and throwing them through rims. What the fuck is that, dude? You spend your whole fucking life doing that, and then you think, oh, I could fucking take a punch in the head. I could fucking throw bones. No, you fucking can't, dude. Just some. That's the thing, you know. It's just everyone is given the same amount of time. You just have to. I can't throw, dude. It'd probably take me a hundred shots to make a fucking a three pointer, dude. What good is that gonna do? Like, I just. That's why I don't like basketball. That's why I don't like other sports because they're not practical. You can use martial arts in real life, you know? No one's going to come up to you at the fucking bar and be like, Hey, man, I don't fucking like your attitude. Let's see me outside. Let's play a game of horse. No, man. No, man. When I'm training, dude, it's a little bit in the back of my head. Like, I'm ready to fucking throw fucking... If I'm wearing jeans and I can't kick someone, I, I can't do a fucking cartwheel kick, I'm throwing fucking one, two, threes. All, up, all fucking day, bro. I'm ready to fucking throw my fucking bones to your bones. I'm ready to take you down. I'm ready to dance, bro. I'm ready to fucking dance. A violent fucking dance, dude. And if you, and it honestly, if it's a real fucking fight, like the sport, and I'd probably never really kick someone in the fucking head in real life, dude. If someone was trying to legitimately kill me, I would only kick them in the head full force if they were on the fucking ground unconscious. But, bro, you come at me, bro, with that energy and we're fine. I'm doing everything. I am biting your ear off like some Mike Tyson shit. I'm biting your throat. I'm putting my fingers in your eyes. I'm trying to break your fingers. I'm going to I'm gonna fight you like a fucking chimp, dude. I'm going to grab your dick and rip it off. I'm going to I'm gonna try and stomp your knee. I'm going to do all the dirty shit. Because if you're coming at me and you're trying to assault me, you're trying to physically hurt me, I'm going to physically hurt you fucking harder, dude. I'm going to try and break your fucking fingers off your hand so you never play the guitar again. I'm going to try and make sure your vision is never this. I'm going to spit in your fucking eyes, dude. I'm going to cough all over you. Put my fucking hand over your mouth so you can't breathe while I'm fucking putting my knee on your stomach. And with my fucking right hand, just fucking, I don't even know, dude. It's hitting you. You know what I mean? Just gorilla shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> That's that shit. And fuck, you can't get that in basketball. You just can't. You play fucking basketball, bro. You Your dick grazes over someone's thigh and they fall to the floor. Like, bro, ref, he fucking... Bro. Hard contact, you know? That's why that fucker, Nate Robinson... <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey, <A>, man. <laughs> ah, shit. So what's up, man? I kind of got lost in there. I kind of got lost. Talking about MMA and shit. God, it's already been 40, 46 minutes. I don't even know. I kind of want to pause this uh, to, to use the restroom real quick. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. All right, so we're back. I used the restroom. And I also packed myself a bowl of um, this new stuff here. It's called biscotti. It's supposed to calm you down, man. So uh that's enough with the mma stuff if anyone found that interesting or whatever or want is interested in learning about mma or anything or just would like to talk about it if you're into that stuff i i just i can go all fucking day about it uh that's just it's one of my 
hobbies, I guess. It's something that I'm into that I have had in my life for a very long time. Uh, I've got a story, but don't really want to talk about my story and my martial arts journey and things like that. It's that that's a long fucking story. But um, hey, man, cheers to anyone who's out here still listening. I really appreciate you guys if you found my hobbies interesting and things like that. Um, and just kind of popped in my head after I take this take this bowl here. I'm probably gonna go call up somebody who is struggling with the suicide thoughts and and everything. So, cheers, motherfuckers. Let's see here. Just like a car wash just happened in my fucking insides, dude. Wow. That's fresh. Wow. <coughs> uh, I'm gonna give this guy a call. It's crazy, you know? Um... This guy was talking about, um, he's an Instagram friend of mine. He was talking about um, how he's done with Instagram and he's always talking about killing himself and things like that. And uh, literally the last video uh, that he posted on his story was him swallowing like a handful of pills. I don't know what kind of pills they were. Um, so I thought of him. I just thought of, uh, I got to check up on this guy. See if he's okay. So I'm gonna pull him out of my. I have his number here. Uh, I'm not gonna FaceTime him. I'm just gonna fucking call him. His name is Vince. And hopefully he answers, man. I like. I just thought, you know, the last video seeing him swallow a bunch of. I really do hope he's okay. Um. Yeah. That we'll see. Hopefully he answers, man. Hopefully I would like to hear that he's okay. Oh. That's not a good sign, dude. I'm actually kind of worried here. Uh, let's, let me double check his Instagram real quick, dude. Yeah, he hasn't posted anything. I'm, I'm a little worried, dude. I, I think I said this a couple of episodes ago. You know, there's a lot of people who I have found through the podcast that I've reached out to and stuff that just like, they um, they haven't reached back out. And like I'll look at their social media and it, it and nothing has changed. So I just, I just kind of worry about who who has listened to this and has killed themselves. Still, um, it's bound to happen, you know. Um, but one thing about the podcast is that I'm gonna be doing it for the rest of my life, and uh, just want to take another second to really appreciate for me, for me uh, personally, just looking back at these memories and stuff. And uh, I. Uh, I guess I started this uh, because I, you know, I've, I've had suicidal thoughts before, you know, and I, it, I always just like to look back on memories that have been built and things like that, and all the things that I would have missed out on if I, if I went through and killed myself, you know, I would have never met my amazing fiance, my amazing soon-to-be wife, 
I've been with her for such a long day, and today is like our month anniversary. Uh, I have been, I have been celebrating every single month anniversary I've had with her. I count it down. I cherish her so much, um, and I hate to be like those guys that, like, I never want to be a guy who's like defined by his relationship. Like, I see some people who even have kids now, but even before they had kids, it just seemed like their whole identity was their relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be a guy, like, I bring something to the table. Like, I, I want to be a fucking character. I don't want to just be known as some dude who's just, like, happy with his girl. But honestly, dude, uh, I feel like I am that guy a, a little bit. Like, because I don't want to downplay my relationship. I have such a fucking great relationship. Um, I guess I just like to be private about it. And I like to just... It's my space, you know? It's like... No one really, I only like to bring up my relationship if something funny happens. Like, I don't want outside influences of, I don't, you know, if I ever, obviously, I've been with my girl for so long. I've, I've obviously had issues with her in the past. You know, it's just like, nobody's perfect. You know, nobody has perfect relationships and things like that. But it's just about, um, it's just about how you deal with it, man. And I feel like I've been dealing with all of this stuff that I go through with my girl by myself, like, I haven't, I guess I have had, obviously, I've had, like, tips and stuff, like, people, like, I'd come to them with my problems and things like that, like, but super personal, like, my parents and close friends and things like that, like, people whose opinions that I respect and things like that, like, I don't want to just be on the internet, like, I'm having this issue or whatever, you know what I mean, um, but yeah, I fucking what what was I talking about? I feel like I uh, on record, you know, like on record if I were to ever die and I'm not talking about like suicide or anything. Just I am a very anxious and full of anxiety kind of guy and just the other night I was just thinking, you know, like if I were to die tomorrow, you know, if I were to get hit by a fucking car and I need, you know, I need the suicide logs podcast to be like on record, you know, for all my loved ones and just like anyone who's involved. Um, it's something that's in my head a, a lot that I need, you know, shown with the world that I guess I just never have proof unless it's just like pictures and shit. But it's like, dude, my partner is just, it, she's a really, um, she's helped through, through these last like couple of years. Like, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, at least at this time, you know. November 30th, 2020. That's it. It's just like I owe a lot of credit to my person. You know, she does a lot for me. I do a lot for her as well. You know, it's a team effort, but I'm just I'm just happy with the journey. You know, like I'm just like, yeah, I posted a picture today of a old picture of us. But that's why I, I cherish pictures so much because they help me bring back the memory you know, like, I don't really remember that moment of that picture that was taken, but I can imagine it, you know, it's, it's, it's great to know that something like that happened, uh, and I was happy, and I just want it, like, on record, my voice, audio, like, you know, I've had a lot of happy moments, um, and I'm thankful for those, I'm thank, I really am thankful for those, you know, and I'm, I'm still creating happy moments, and uh, my ultimate goal is I really just want to look back at this stuff when I'm old. 
you know i just i feel like that would just fill me with so much joy i'm uh i'm feeling emotional about it right now and uh you know you guys just heard me talk about fucking mma for like 45 minutes you know and it's it's funny because it's like i you know i show my girl these things you know i'm not like i don't fucking beat my girl and we we don't fight or anything but we do play fight um what's it called consensually you know what i mean because i just i don't want it to sound bad on record like oh i hit my girl no man it's just like i have control of like i show her things you know i just show like we know how to play fight safe you know she my girl's never had to go to the hospital or any fucking thing i've never knocked my fucking girl out you know i literally like it's like playing tag but playing tag with like martial art moves and you know what I'm saying? I have videos. I, I made a fucking OnlyFans, dude. And I was planning on having the OnlyFans being nothing but, like, play fighting videos. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, my girl has learned so much because of how much I don't shut the fuck up about MMA and watch it. You know? I'm that fucking uncle at the party that's like, you gotta do this. He, you see how Mayweather's moving his head? That's classic. Da, da, da. You know, I'm just, I get so fucking into it. If you ever watch MMA with me, dude, I just, yeah, sometimes I think like, oh, what if I could be like a commentator or something? But I don't know. It's just, it's not that. I would love to fucking sit down and just talk all fucking day, you know? But for me, I guess maybe I gotta fight more. Who fucking knows? Like, how experienced really am I? Am, am I? I'd like to think I am more experienced than the average person. I guess I'd say that. I think I'm confident to say that I know MMA. I think I know it pretty well, dude. I don't know. It seems like when I watch it with people, most people don't know what they're talking about. But maybe that's just my opinion. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I feel like I know what I'm fucking talking about, dude. Who fucking knows? I feel like I just don't have enough co-signers or whatever, you know? Like... Not that many people are, like, legit in it. I feel like one thing, the only thing that I'm just confused a little bit about is maybe, like... Like, I get the gist of, like, jujitsu and certain things. Like, I can read it, if if that makes sense. Like, I could watch a jujitsu tournament and read it as in, like, knowing what's going on. I guess for me, it's, like, actually physically doing it. It's... I need work. I need to work on it, but... But I could, I could like, see it, you know? X-Guard, Spider-Guard, shit like that. You know, like, that's as advanced as it gets for me. And I feel like that knowledge is something that I am missing with the guitar. Like, people will just say shit at the guitar, and I'm so fucking confused. Oh, fucking Front Toward Enemy posted a video of him playing the guitar, dude, and it just really inspired me to quit. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm never gonna... And now I'm, like, self-conscious. I'm just like, fuck, dude, now I... I don't want to even post my fucking videos of me playing the guitar because if that's ever since I started playing the guitar too, I'm like following more people who play the guitar and stuff. And that was a bad fucking idea, dude. Now I'm just watching all these videos of people just fucking shredding it, just doing well on, on fucking Instagram, dude. But it is also more inspiring. It makes me be like, oh, I got to get I got to get good as well because um, I want to be good like that one day, too. And it's like, I feel like I'm learning so much faster because of all of this information that's available to me on the internet and things like that. Like, I, I think about, like, trying to learn how to play the guitar in the 90s, bro. Like, how are you going to find the fucking tab or, like, learn how to play out? You know how long it would fucking take me 
to fucking figure out how to play Raining Blood by Slayer if I tried to play it by ear. Oh, get the fuck out of here, dude. I'd still be trying to learn it to this day a month in. You know what I mean? I know how to play fucking Happy Birthday on the fucking guitar. I'll fucking do it right now, dude. I'll pull up the fucking tab, whatever, dude. Is that? I think I'm going to close out the podcast to me um, playing what I learned in the guitar. Or should I just get the fuck out of here and not embarrass myself? I think I'm just going to get the fuck out of here and just practice the guitar by myself. I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. I learned my first song on the guitar. How, well, today, is, it's been about a month and a half. A little less than a month and a half of me playing the guitar. And I learned my first... It's not perfect. I, 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 I mess up a lot. But what I mean is I know all of the parts. I know all of the chords. I know all of like... I know how to make all of the sounds that the guitar makes for this song. So I think rightfully so, I guess I should... And this song is what probably inspired me to learn how to play the guitar. So... Yeah. I think... I, I, think it, I guess it's proper to... I guess it's proper to close out to this. Or what if I close out with my first song that I ever made, dude? Dude, I have it on my YouTube, but I, I have it private because I'm so embarrassed by it. I think I, I believe I was 16 years old, dude. I recorded my first song. And this is how ghetto I did it, dude. I recorded, like, I, I just found a beat on YouTube. I wrote lyrics down. I think I wrote them down on like my desktop and just read the fucking lyrics. And this is how I recorded the song, dude. I used a point and shoot camera, not even a microphone or anything, a fucking point and shoot camera and wrapped it. It was the worst fucking quality. I don't know how bad the quality was, dude. And like the profile picture was me wearing a wearing a hoodie holding a fucking pineapple dude it was just oh my god dude it's just so cringe it's just so cringe all i remember one of the lyrics that i thought was like oh that's pretty good for a 16 year old is like uh just me and rollo with kamal there's no need for alcohol something like i rhymed this motherfucker's name with alcohol because i was 16 taking pride in not drinking alcohol but honestly motherfucker if you're 16 you probably shouldn't be drinking alcohol to be completely then this is coming from a 26 year old if you're 16 and you're drinking alcohol and you're listening to this fucking stop fucking stop dude Honestly, dude, just fucking, if you, I don't know, man, am I, I'm thinking about going straight edge, dude, I'm thinking about just not fucking doing anything and just doing martial arts, like, I don't, I don't fucking, or just working out again, because that, that was a really big part of me, and it's not that, like, I was trying to be cool, or trying to be different, or like, oh, yeah, I don't do drugs, no, I literally don't like how they feel, I don't like drinking, I don't get it. I've been drunk plenty of times. Sure, there's times that are fun, but it's just, it's not like I crave it. I'm like, oh, I got to do this every day. You know, I just don't fucking get drink. I feel like shit. I physically feel ill when I drink alcohol, and there's nothing fun about physically not feeling good, you know? So, and I guess sometimes I don't mentally feel good. So, you know, you shouldn't be drinking when you're mentally in that space. And it always seems like the people who drink are always the most chill. So I don't fucking get it. But, um, 
Yeah, I'm not a drinker, dude. To each his own, I guess. If you're fucking 16 and you're drinking, what? Don't fucking listen to me, dude. I don't fucking know, dude. It's just... I don't do that shit. But anyways, man. Yeah, I'm going to close out here. That's the, that's the moral of the story. Don't fucking drink. All right, don't fucking drink. Um, if you know what's bad for you. I don't know. Do what you want, dude. Do it. Honestly, that's a moral. Do what you want. And that's what I'm doing. I'm doing what the fuck I want. I'm making a podcast. I'm trying to learn how to play a guitar. I'm fucking cartwheel kicking people in the fucking face, dude. It's just... That's what I'm doing in my life. All right? And if you're interested, if you support what I do, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, And do what you can to fucking help your boy out, dude. This fucking internet algorithm shit, it's fucking horseshit. I don't think people can really get famous on the internet anymore. Like, the fucking um, ocean spray guy. It's just, it's like, it's like, it's like buying a lottery ticket is like what fucking posting a video online is. Some to some people, <clears throat> I see these fucking kids making TikToks and shit, just really trying to. I want to be sponsored by Cramp. I want to do something. Just everyone's trying to fucking. Oh, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Some people like. You know what I mean? If you're hearing that, you know, you know, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. You know those fucking people. I don't know. A lot of girls do it. I think a lot of girls will. Some girls will make TikToks. I don't know. Do what you fucking want, dude. If that's what you want to do, I'm making a podcast. I bet some people are judging me, making like, "Well, who does he think he is?" I don't know. This is literally what I want to fucking do, and I guess I just don't get it with TikToks. I don't understand just for ten seconds trying to fucking lip sync over something. Whatever, dude. What I made a fucking TikTok last year, and and the account lasted one month. I was like, "This isn't funny, dude," or maybe I'm just not funny. That's what I was thinking. I was pulling out, I was pulling out the fucking, um, dude, I didn't really, did I laugh this episode? I think I was laughing about Nate Robinson, thank you for the good fucking laugh. Mike Tyson fucking smoking a joint before he ties with Roy Jones, what a weird world, what a storybook ending for that motherfucker Mike Tyson, dude, I don't know, I feel like he should hang it, I don't want to see Mike Tyson fight, I don't, I don't want to see it. He still had it. He was still pretty fucking powerful. But who's he going to fight at 50? Who the fuck is he going to fight? Joe Rogan? Dude, Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan should do an exhibition MMA sparring match. I would... I would want... My dick is getting hard already. And at that, I think I'm going to end the episode, dude. (laughs) Here's Here's the fucking first song that I learned.